0: Vesk 3 is a lush world with rain clouds that cover half of the planet's surface. Some regions have earthquakes weekly. It is also one of the most culturally diverse places in the Vescarium. Today, I'm gonna introduce you to Vesk 3. Let's get into it. Hello everyone, welcome to the table. My name's Nathaniel. This is a channel where we discuss lore around some of your favorite role-playing games and mine. If that's something you're interested in, I would love to have you join me at the table. As I mentioned, Vesk 3 is a very lush tropical world. There is lots of different plants and lots of different fauna, as well as the planet being basically half covered by rain clouds. Very thick, heavy rain clouds too. Vesk 3 is a very important planet for the Vescarium, and it is because it is so rich in dense, heavy metals. And the constant shifting of the tectonic plates, the just nuclear core of the planet it is so hot it ends up manifesting itself on the planet as hot springs geysers this is what makes it a tropical paradise now vesk 3 also has no tilt on the axis it is the north and the south are straight up and down and this is what adds to a lot of the tectonic activity in fact in some areas of the planet they actually get earthquakes weekly that's how often it is. Every building on the planet has to be earthquake-proof. Now, even if your buildings are earthquake-proof, that doesn't stop them from getting water in them. Because with all that tectonic activity, sometimes landmass just disappears. It just sinks into the water. And sometimes you get some new landmass when this happens. And speaking of landmass, Vesk 3 is divided into two primary continents. Those would be Averandarin and Caverit. Both of these continents are surrounded by islands. Averandarin stretches from pole to pole, but keep those cred sticks in your pockets because she's just not that kind of continent. In the north, there is rolling hills, low mountains, and then it is broken up by forests as you get further south. Getting past the forests, you then have the Great Plains. Caverit is a little bit more rocky, and this continent is nearly divided into by the Basin Sea. Going west from Kavaret, the Continental Shelf just kind of drops off into what the locals call it the Abyssal Plain. And deep beneath the surface of Esk 3, there is a dangerous and deadly place known as Gadravich. It is basically a series of tunnels that have been formed throughout the life of the planet. The tectonic plates shifting and all of that fun stuff. Lava tunnels. Lots of plant life can be found down there. It's actually how some of the plant life survived on Vesk 3 during the meteor impact that had happened there. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Vesk 3 has two oceans. I'm going to kill the pronunciation of this one, not on purpose. Oederatosh and Veneratosh. It also has nine seas. Of these bodies of water, only Veneratosh and the Basin Sea are deep. The rest are actually quite shallow. Vesk III also has two moons. The Vesk renamed them Vesk 3.1 and 3.2. The Skittermander, who are native to this planet, however, refer to these moons as Big Mother and Firstborn. The Vesk, unsurprisingly, have had a very difficult time trying to rule the Skittermander. As a result, the Vesk have basically left the Skittermander on their own continent, Aberandarin. And the Vesk have only established their colonies on Kaverit. From the Vesk perspective, the Skittermander just don't seem to understand the nature of their conquest. It hasn't really occurred to them that they are now subjects of the Vesk Empire. And due to the nature of Skittermander themselves, some of the Vesk bureaucrats just really aren't sure if the Skittermander are at war with each other or if they're putting up a united front or they're all independent. They just don't know. It's because of the strange nature of this planet that the Vesk view any outpost on Vesk 3 or any position that you get sent to on Vesk 3 as a punishment. Because have you ever tried to rule a Skittermander? The only one who's had mild success when it comes to directing the manic energy, the manic helpful energy of the Skittermander is Tarek Khan. Territ is the only non vesk High Despot in the Vescarium. Territ's superiors have found it rather amusing to assign the planet to him to try to harness the energies of the Skittermander. This has caused Territ no end of frustration within his role. He was originally planning to govern his homeworld of Vesk 6, but he is committed to reigning in the Skittermander and applying their talents. That's a pretty generous term for a Skittermander. For the benefit of the Vescarium Empire. Now when the Vescarium takes over a planet, they usually impose their work quotas, they Im- impose their efficiencies on the natives of the planet, but they do allow the planet citizens to retain some form of their individuality. Vesk 3 was a little different. They applied the same strategies to Vesk 3 and the Skiddermander. Territ did find a way to exploit the Skittermander and harness their ability to want to help. The Vesk Empire imposes very strict work quotas, work production quotas, and they frame it as doing your part for the Empire. This takes advantage of the Skittermanders' helpful nature, and many of the Skittermanders know that they are being taken advantage of in this way. It's just very difficult for them to overcome this need to want to help. If they do get past this, you will find that some groups will form uh, an insurgency or start their insurrection or riots, things like that. Vesk 3 has one of the most diverse populations when it comes to the Vescarium Empire. non vesk immigrants are lured by the promise of a new and better future, and the fact that it's marketed as a tropical paradise doesn't hurt either. And in many of the more densely populated cities, you will find these groups have formed their own enterprises, some businesses of an illicit nature. You can find those in some of the larger cities on the fringes of those cities. For the most part, Vesk 3 is pretty spread out. The average town size outside of the major city centers would be about a thousand, and most of these townships and the big cities are connected by railway. The Skittermander have managed to domesticate a couple of the herbivores on this planet and they end up using them for silk production and poison production. And every once in a while, some big monsters from Gadravich, they come out of the caves beneath the planet's surface and they eat unsuspecting tourists who are just unfamiliar with the planet. Now the Skittermander tend to know when these cycles happen, but if you aren't familiar with the planet, there is no real way of knowing when these attacks are going to come. Now there's a couple of places of interest on vesk 3 I'm gonna leave off a couple of the major city centers and talk about some of the lesser well-known ones here. And if this video does well enough, I will cover some of the other areas of vesk 3 So let me know if you're interested by hitting that like button. The Basin Sea or the basin is 12 miles deep at the center. It was created by an asteroid that struck the planet. And this was some time ago. This is what divided the continent of Kaverit into two. When you go to the bottom of the basin, you will find that it is rich in materials. It is rich in heavy metals and star metals. There are lots of natural gas veins in this area as well. And being that there's a lot of volcanic vents in this area, there's a lot of life that's supported around the basin because of all of this, fishing in this area is actually quite prosperous. And the basin feeds Command 3, which is the largest outpost on the planet. The basin basically takes care of all of the food needs for that entire outpost. At least most of it. I'd say 90% of it. This also means that there are some very large sea creatures that live in the basin that prey on unsuspecting fishermen. Morondomandrana is the oldest Skittermander city on the planet. Its roots go back to thousands of years before the gap. Mandrana, as outsiders will call this city, was the first major step to modernization of the Skittermander. It took some time, but the Morondomandrana was a language that was spoken in this city and it eventually spread out to all the rest of the Skittermander living on the planet. They all eventually adopted this as their native language. Now the city's foundations, they sank into the earth. This happened about 300 years ago after a major earthquake. Being as resourceful as the Skittermander are, they rebuilt the city. They came back from the near brink. And the city now stands as a monument to the engineering and the building prowess of the Skittermander. And in some of the ancient archives of this city, you can find some fragments of documentations that talk about the original Vesk invasion when they took over the planet. And there's some differences between how the old stories happened versus the official accounts. Tizdiet is a luxury resort city that was built about 80 years ago. One of its claims to fame is the pink water that the resort is built beside. And only the Vescarium and even the Pact World's wealthiest can compete for a spot at getting a reservation here. There's only one real problem with this. This was the Skittermander's most sacred site on the planet. They called it the Womb of Creation. The Skittermander believed that this was where they were birthed. It's where the Forerunners made them and gave them the job of trying to fix the planet. It's considered very taboo that this resort exists in their most holy site. Now the Vescarium's elite, they like to hobnob, they like to have discussions and pretend that they're important. And they have these conversations in the resort and in the casino, the hotels, just somewhere where they can go feel important and relax for a little bit. Now there has been some accidents in this resort that have resulted in the death of a few prominent figures in the Vescarium Empire. And only just recently have the Vescarium authorities begun to be suspicious about the nature of these accidents. Now, let me tell you who I'm not suspicious of. My patrons Autumn Alchemist, Orbs McMelons, RRSBQ, Ducky, Vox, Caneroot, Warpony, Get of Mathrox, BA Bravo, Arutvin, The First Layer, Bones Malone, Westheimer, and Ain't No Waifu. You are no suspicious characters to me. If you would like to get your name on that list of patron supporters, then please consider supporting me on Patreon. Link is in the description below. My name's Nathaniel. This has been The Maple Table. Thank you so much for your subscription, and thanks for stopping by, everyone.